Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. All righty, I am home. It is cold here, about 37 degrees Fahrenheit. I just left balmy, humid, and hot Florida, which was about, what, 87 degrees Fahrenheit, so quite a difference. But I'm so happy to be home. Sorry for the noise. I'm in my car. And I had many hours to just reflect and think about life, think about my spiritual walk, think about what I was going to be focusing on today. And I think it's all going to be about gratitude. I had a faith coaching call yesterday, which by the way, if any of you are interested in having me walk with you on a more intimate basis on your journey, just send me... um, a little form on my website, kendravonash.com forward slash faith dash coaching. And we can have a little chat. Don't be fearful of the cost. You tell me what you can afford. We talk about specifically what is unique to you and your journey. And it's coaching on personal, professional, and spiritual aspects of your life focused on Jesus. Okay, moving on. I'm going to be thanking God a lot today because the readings were about the 10 lepers who were healed and only one came back to thank God. The other nine went on their merry way. And I was one of those nine back when I started praying for my father right before I ended up getting pulled back into the church where God literally pulled me out of the pits of hell and I came back to the church so on fire. Well, when I was praying for my father, that was the opportunity that I gave God to come into my life. I just opened up the door very, very slowly, like tiny little crack, a tiny little crack, barely enough for an ant to crawl in But God kicked it wide open, and my life has never been the same. But at that moment, when my father was miraculously recovered from a quadruple, out-of-the-blue bypass surgery, I did not thank God. I actually forgot all about God. I just went along my merry way. And that was when I started looking at my body and my husband's body. And I said, okay, wait a minute. This could be us in that 
hospital, honey. We got to do something. And that's when I bought this cleanse book. And inside the cleanse book was where God spoke to me in the pie chart. And the pie chart that said spirituality was the one that whacked me upside the head. Because I sat there and I thought, wow, I've got nothing going on in this piece of the pie. So through this week, I'm just going to thank God for my life, for all of the blessings that I receive every single day. When I see him in my life, when I know that he is saving me from my self, (laughs) from my decisions and things that I would want to say and do, and of course, for the ministry that I have and the people like you that I get to walk with throughout my life, what a blessing for my family, for this warm car that has heat, for the money to pay for the parking, for the money to be able to fly home. I mean, I'm just, once you get started on the attitude of gratitude and the thanking God for everything, you can't really stop. It just snowballs. And you're now looking at a big boulder. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And that, my friends, is what I would like you to do today. Many of us go through life because we're on autopilot. We kind of have so many things to do that we don't stop and remember to thank God for everything. And the bad things. Let's talk about that for a minute. We have to thank God for the bad things that are happening that we think are bad, but we don't know the bigger picture and the greater good. So as I flew down to be with my mom, her boyfriend of 31 years passes away from a fatal heart attack. He never came out of, he was brain dead basically. So this was a shocker to my mom. She was in the middle of moving from one house to another. Oh, by the way, many of you hear boyfriend and you wonder, hmm, were they living in sin? Well, my mom is back in the church and her and her boyfriend ever since she came back and she went to confession, I think it was like after 50 something years, she went and the priest told her that, hey, if you're living with your boyfriend, you can't be intimate. And so guess what? I talked to her about this this week because I said, mom, I'd like you to go back to confession. If you've done anything with John in an intimate fashion, because I want you to be as holy and as pure as you possibly can be because you don't know the day or the hour. And she told me, I haven't been since I went to confession, and that was, gosh, back in 2014. So, what an amazing bit of information to hear. Sorry, Mom, if I'm sharing your personal life with the world here, but I think that was commendable because I wasn't quite sure that that was the case. But when I look at the bad things, like that was bad. John dying, not a good thing. But what it did was bring my brothers and me down to speak, and not to speak with her, but to be with her, to help her. And of course, yes, speak to her, but that's not why we went down there. 
help her move into her house. My brothers left and I stayed back and bonded with my mom. And I look at how it makes me truly appreciate life and look at my mom differently, not take her for granted. And I'm going to be keeping her in my prayers. If you can, that would be great. She's living all by herself down there. And just asking God to guide her and lead her and help figure out whether that's where she's to stay or if she's supposed to move back up to where her family is. We'll have to see where God takes us. But there were a lot of beautiful things that happened in what most of us would consider a tragic, horrible situation. And he was 83, so I just want to say that he lived a great life. He didn't have to suffer. He was pretty much, I believe, we all believe and the doctors believe that once he had the heart attack, he was gone. Um, he was in a kind of brain dead state, not reacting to anything while he was in the hospital. And so there was a blessing there. And my mom and him spent many, many happy years together, and I'm a better person for knowing him. So when you really look at the bigger picture, I guess that would be better than him having a long, drawn-out illness in a lot of pain, or my mom having to take care of him, um, you know, if he didn't come out of the, the brain-dead situation with fully functioning body and mind. So there are blessings. We just have to ask God to show them to us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And most of all, God, thank you for showing me the truth in so many things. Thank you for giving me faith because that is the basis of all truth. I now know so many things that I was asleep to before and for that I am more than grateful I'm walking in life side by side with you one step ahead of me holding on to your hand with my eyes wide open able to see you and all of the beautiful blessings and graces that have been poured out in my life. And I'm so thankful. So why don't you take some time today and thank God for everything that he's done in your life. I love you all. It's great to be back home. Have a blessed and inspired day.